This episode contains bad language and a smackerel of spoilers. Please listen responsibly. Hey, I got a serious question for you. A serious question? Okay. It's... it's probably the most serious thing I've ever asked you in my life, I'd have to imagine. Ever? You got a time machine. Okay, yeah. You get to go back in time. You get to kill one person. One, one. person. And keep in mind, you got this 2023 brain that is so much more advanced than everyone. So you could get away with everything. I like how I'm calling like past people dum-dums. But... Yeah, well, they just don't know what's going to happen next. They don't know. They have no clue. We have that ability, though. Foresight. You get to go back and kill anybody. Who's it going to be? Eli Manning. Why? Because of the two Super Bowls? Because of the two Super Bowls. You son of a bitch. (laughs) You just took Eli Manning over Adolf Hitler. I almost said Adolf Elizabeth Hitler from the producers, but. (laughs) I mean, if time travel's invented, somebody was going to take care of Hitler. You have the chance here, Brian. I'm giving you that chance. Like, let's suggest that. That option's not there. If I gave it to Eli Manning, he'd be like, I'm missing chromosomes, but I'm still going to go fucking kill Hitler. I doubt he would. He'd probably kill Tom Brady. <laughs> he doesn't have to. He did it twice in the Super Bowl. That's not murder. Uh, if he holds up his rings on his beautiful little borderline Hall of Fame hand, it kind of looks like murder. <laughs> I, I suppose. <laughs> I can't believe I you. I suppose. Can't believe you wouldn't kill Hitler. Like I said, somebody's going to take care of it as soon as- I understand. We have Jewish listeners, and we have Jewish friends, and you have betrayed every single one of them because of your inability to go back in time and kill Hitler. It's not an inability. It's a it's a faith that somebody else will have already taken care of it. By the, by the time I'm eligible for time travel, there's no way Hitler still exists. Have you ever seen Pay It Forward with Kevin Spacey? I have not. Weirdly enough- You've created a worse version of Pay It Forward, and that one stars Kevin Spacey. (laughs) By hoping that someone else will kill Hitler because Brian won't do it. Listen, I'm very low on the priority list for people to grant time travel to. I would say you're like middle when you consider all the billions of people in the world. Very average. (laughs) Smack dab in the middle. That's not bad. Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're saying half a billion people have not already killed Hitler? But I'm saying you, Why Brian, has that got to fall on you my have shoulders? The time That's machine. too much pressure. That is a lot of pressure, but I get you're back instantly there and be like, going gonna... to a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. Borderline. Borderline. I wouldn't you... kill a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> so you're saying Brett Favre is safe in your book? Oh, God. Is it because of all the pickies that he sent you? <laughs> of his prenus? Yeah, and he cut me in on that, that those millions of dollars he stole from taxpayers. That's right. Good this is a guy. really, really, really roundabout way of saying, this week, we are talking <laughs> about the 31-minute long, is it possibly the greatest film ever made? You, yes, it's possibly the greatest movie ever made, but also not possibly, because it absolutely Because it is, is right? It All right, is. so it's-, it's it might be like the first episode we start off with, like, this is 100 I don't. Scale. I don't say this lightly. Yeah. This is probably my favorite movie that we've ever talked about. Holy shit, that is not putting it lightly. Maybe you should have led with that instead of the, no, I wouldn't kill Hitler. Well, what would you do? Would you kill Hitler? 
Of course I'd kill Hitler. Well, now that we have all this established rhetoric, of course you're going to say that, but... I mean, I sort of have to. I've, like, put myself on a pedestal of killing Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, see, now you've set, you've set the standard. I, can, I still have the ability. I could go back and raise baby Hitler and try to make him a better person. You cannot Thanos this situation. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> Even though that would be weird. It's like, no, 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 baby Hitler. Your art is great. That looks so realistic. Good I'm job, buddy. I'm a Jewish person now, and you are the greatest artist ever. High five! Yay, Judaism! <laughs> and then you come back to the present, people are like, yeah, we don't really know why he's famous, but people seem to love this art. I'm like, you don't know the alternative. He keeps talking about how much he loves Jews and their opinions about <laughs> art. This is a weird timeline that we live in. Also, an insensitive timeline that we're currently in 2023 for anything that we've just said. So, yeah. uh, we have Kung Fury! Kung That's Fury. where we are. You've seen this thing how many times? It's only 31 minutes long. It should be a lot. Uh, I've seen it twice in the last 24 hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I will be watching it again after we finish up here. As you should. This movie fucks, and not only does it fuck, it has never made love to anything in its life. It's never, never. had to because this thing is raw-dogging every hole that you have in your body. For 31 straight minutes. Written, directed, starring David fucking Sand fucking Berg. Yeah. It's one name. I don't care. I'm breaking it up. He earned it. He earned the double fucking. How about we just get right into it? I, I mean, this is arguably the most ridiculous thing we've ever talked about, and I can't wait. It's so bananas and off the walls that the only thing we can do is get into it. And despite it being a regular length synopsis from Wikipedia, it still misses some things, even though the movie's a quarter of the length of other movies we There's talked like about. There's like four scenes in this movie. Yeah, but. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Wikipedia. Thanks. Didn't get my dollar this week either. <laughs> you got to earn it. Sometime in the early 1980s, Miami-Dade Police Department Detective Kung Fury, played by David fucking San fucking Berg, and his partner Dragon apprehend a red ninja in a back alley. I like this quite a bit because we get this feeling that we're watching a VHS tape, how you see all the tracking lines going yes. on. Yes. It feels very, very 80s the way they set this thing up, and then they just go right over the top instantly. I mean, like... I paused this movie 58 seconds in be to be like, wait a minute, all this has happened in how long? <laughs> it's and pretty it was amazing, right? 58 seconds. Already there had been a gang shooting, a cop, cop car flipped up into the sky, exploded, a arcade game came to life, started flipping people off and blowing up their heads and threatened a puppy. 58 seconds. 58 seconds. And now Kung Fury's on the scene, defeats the arcade game come to life. In a lot of random cuts it's kind of like a montage in a way because the vhs tape that we are watching as the audience keeps cutting out and cutting back into the most awesome parts of an action scene it's absolutely but phenomenal. we we miss all the transition stuff in the action exactly scene. we just cut right to the good parts and then uh, we end up at the bad part with the red ninja because the red ninja is gonna slice dragon in half which isn't great. Yeah. <laughs> and not dewey cox way uh it's uh vertical in half so front back right. half. So, Dewey Cox in half, when you do it from the, the tum-tum, yeah. like you go straight through, Right. at least the brain is still ticking up there. Right, you can still deliver a line, like, oh, shit, I've been cut in half real bad. Exactly. You're kind of creating, in the Dewey Cox world, an Arliss, Loveless, Wild Wild West situation. Exactly. Where you could still have mechanical legs or magic right. legs, Lieutenant Dan style. You could still be Lieutenant Dan. 
But when you get sliced down the middle in twine yeah. and you fall apart. And your tongue is still connected to the back half. Yeah, that's a problem. Kung Fury could tell right away that he had died. And he says so. I could tell right away that he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> yep. But he doesn't have to really worry too much about what he's going to do for revenge because revenge kind of chooses him. Exactly. He gets struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra at the exact same time, which grants him <laughs> extraordinary kung fu powers that enable him to defeat his foe. And he does. And if you have not figured this movie out yet, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. 31 minutes. Stop listening to us and just go. Just watch it. Like, you've yeah. done enough. Thanks for the download. Go watch this movie. <laughs> the Red Dragon is like, you're the chosen one. So, you know, Kung Fury uppercuts him. They go up in front of the moon. He kicks him back down. The Red Ninja lands in a fiery explosion in, a, in an oil tanker. And But the scene's not over yet. We still have a few frames. So, obviously, Kung Fury lands does a split. Of course he does. And then no he also notes. takes, like, the fabric from the Red Ninja, and he uses that as his headband to kind of remind him. To, as a past. reminder. Yeah. He, cause Terrific. Dragon, Dragon was his partner, and was like a father to him. That's what he said in all those words. <laughs> so after he defeats this rogue arcade machine in the present, because the whole dragon business happened in the past, the police chief tries to give him a new, um, <laughs> tries to give him a new partner. And this is where the connection comes into our, our last few episodes, because uh, Triceracop, played by Eric fucking Hornquist. So me and Brian. <laughs> have been in a really, really, really unofficial fight with each other about insane dinosaur movies this it's month? B-movies with dinosaurs. It's been B-movie with dinosaur month. Brian, I have no problem saying you win. <laughs> I'll take You've it. You've done it. I'll I thought it. I could get Denise Richards, Paul Walker, animatronic dinosaur with the evil scientist, and then you pulled Kung Fury right out of your ass. Yeah, well, I actually have to give a shout out to uh, my friend Nicole, who was visiting last weekend. She... Uh, it was her suggestion. She's been listening to the show for years and uh, finally got a suggestion. And, and boy, oh boy, is it a good one. Nicole, you did great. Brian, you're a parrot who won't kill Hitler. That's all it comes down to. That's, yeah. I guess that's, <laughs> that's what I have to live with now. Oh, darn. <laughs> so the chief of science is Triceracop as his partner. And uh, Kung Fu It's a, it's a Triceratops horse. wearing a police outfit. Sure is. The only police outfit they had for filming this movie. Right. <laughs> Which gets fun later. Yes, it does. So Kung Fury quits the force and decides to, to go rogue. Meanwhile, Adolf Hitler, a.k.a. the Kung Fuhrer, <laughs> played by Jorma fucking Taconi. Yes. Yeah, of the Lonely right? Island fame, enters the timeline and remotely guns down the police chief and attacks the precinct through a mobile phone. Was it now, a mobile phone? Well, it was he took the mobile phone from the guy on the dock who had tested positive for something. Okay. He calls the police chief and starts firing the gun through the phone. Yeah. And, and the phone out, is like floating through the air and it's lighting up bouncing this around police just, precinct. And of course they had to film every single person in this police precinct uh separately because they only had one police uniform. Yep. It's so good. It, it is so good. good. We're around like three minutes into this movie. Yeah, we have not gotten far <laughs> in yet. Intent on avenging the chief, Kung Fury has his computer whiz friend Hackerman, played by Leopold fucking Nilsson, send him back in time to kill Hitler in Nazi Germany. Not send him back in time to 2007 to kill Eli Manning. Well, yeah, of course. Who would do that if you just invented time travel? Let somebody, a few people down the list, do that. So you're suggesting that there's so many people, like right away, everyone's going to be like, 
Yeah, I'd kill Hitler. Obviously, I'd kill Hitler. And the next person would be like, yeah, Stalin's not great. Next person, oh, God, I should get Osama bin Laden before that. And then it's Brian's turn. Eli Manning. Yep, exactly. I'm fifth in line. We're going Eli Manning. <laughs> not even a hesitation. It's like, why do you have it written down? <laughs> he didn't cross any names off. Why is Hitler seventh, Brian? Whoa, I don't know about seventh. Top five? Yeah, yeah, I'd say he makes top five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I haven't actually ranked them. I think the more worrying part is I'd probably be like two at this point. In this scenario, Eli Manning, Dave, Hitler. You keep painting me as a Nazi, you might move up more. No one's painting you as a Nazi. I'm painting you as a person who's not willing to kill a Hitler if they have a time machine. Look, I'm just being a realist about the situation. Yeah, we're talking about time travel. We're all being realists here, Brian. All right, so you're suggesting that I'm the first person that gets to go back? Then yeah. If you are the first person. Yeah, sure, Hitler. Really? I I wouldn't. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) So Hacker Man hacks Kung Fury too far into the past, and he ends up in the Viking Age. And we know this because laser raptors. Famously from the Viking Age, yeah. He he shows up and immediately gets his um his keyboard zapped yep. by the eyes of a <laughs> of a raptor and he goes, Laser raptors, I thought they went extinct years ago. I love how he gets saved by these Viking Valkyries too. Yes. Like Barbariana and it. Katana. They're terrific. And I love how I wanna say they're the tone doesn't match for them to be there, but it totally matches. But it absolutely does. Absolutely. Why not? Barbariana shows up with a Gatling gun in the back of a of a giant wolf and kills the laser raptor. As you do. And then she says, oh, yeah, you're in the Viking Age. He's like, that explains the laser raptors. Uh-huh. It all adds up now. So they summon the Norse god Thor, played by Andreas fucking Galling. And this is a version of Thor that I didn't know I needed in my life. Yeah, it kind of makes Chris Hemsworth look kind of like a pussy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like a little bit. He's, he's so tiny. He is so little. Like, Chris Hemsworth is like 6'4", and this version of Thor is like 22 feet tall, and he kisses his muscles. He sure does. And he's got, he's just blasting his pecs everywhere. He will not stop flexing. And Kyle Kyle's from the Experience Crime Podcast wrote it, and he said, how dope is Thor in this movie? He's absolutely Thor jacked. is so dope. Best Thor? Maybe best Thor. Wow, all right. Yeah, take that, Taika. Yeah, that's right. You goofed him up a little too hard there, Taika. <laughs> you know that picture that went around a few years ago of the uh, absolutely jacked J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Th- that reminds me of this Thor. Where it's just, just an old man who just this looks This is an fit. older Thor. Just yeah. a, a yoked old dude. This is a guy who is probably going through like a divorce or something like that. <laughs> he's post midlife crisis and he's just trying to make it to the next day at this point. He's like, exactly. I need to look good again so I feel good about myself. Guess I'll start hitting the gym 20 hours a day. Now, I'm not looking to get big. I'm just looking to get cut. (laughs) And that's why I do CrossFit TM. And then I'm going to put on a giant helmet that's too big for my head and be in a movie. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) I like how he drops down in slow motion every single time. Like Everything he does is in slow motion, but in real time, it's insane in the it's best so way. It's so good. So he opens up a portal and sends Kung Fury to Nazi Germany so he can finish the job. And as soon as he gets there, Kung Fury single-handedly mows down dozens of Nazi soldiers with the use of his Kung Fu skills. 
but he's eventually gunned down by Hitler, who has a Gatling gun built into his podium. I love this side-scroller that they do here. I absolutely adore it. I was like, this feels like every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. It does, walking the opposite way, but that's okay. But I like how realistic slash unrealistic they make Kung Fury's moves look. Yeah. Like, you see him doing things, and he has, like, he does a move, and then he pauses. But the move is so ridiculous that it works. It's so exaggerated and, like, a little bit sped up, and you're like, okay, this feels like a video game, but it's also a little bit believable. I am such a huge fan of the way this thing is shot. Big time. Big time. But yeah, Kung Fury gets gunned down by Hitler because he's hiding a Gatling gun in his podium. Suddenly, Avengers style, Thor, Hackerman, Triceracop, the Valkyries, and a Tyrannosaurus Rex hack into the timeline and kill the rest of the Nazi army. While, of course, the, the, the T-Rex is squaring off against Hitler's robotic Reich Saddler, the giant uh, robot bird, the Big eagle there. bird eagle thing. And I, I mean, no notes. No notes. No notes at all. It's perfect. Everything about this is perfect. It is a massacre. And just watching all these Nazis get destroyed in various ways, and there's so many of them. And Triceracop must have learned all of his policing from RoboCop, because all he's doing is dick shots. It's all dick shots. It's so good. And then the the giant mechanical eagle and the T-Rex are just having a slap fight. I love every moment of this. I want to go back to Triceracop again. Okay. With his dick shots, because you have the Nazi man. Before he even gets shot once, he covers up his dick. And Triceracop, being the badass that he is, chooses not to shoot him in the dick first. (laughs) He shoots him, like, in the shoulders first so that he, like, the Nazi raises his arms, and then he shoots him in the dick. That's just, that's just smart. That's good police work. It's like, I know how to get your dick accessible. Shoot (laughs) Uh, you in the shoulder. Oh, oh, careful with anything that you just said there. (laughs) You should never, ever out loud say, I know how to get your dick accessible. That's true. I'm sorry, and moving forward, I'll try to be better. And everybody who has just listened to that, I will, I guess, personally email you the timestamp of when Brian said that, and you can use that for forever on him. I'm going to learn from my mistakes, and going forward, I'm going to be a better person. Yeah, that's what Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer both said. That's right. And look, they're getting work again. Brian Singer is making a documentary about himself. Ugh, who cares? Which is like, he's trying to like almost apologize, but at the same time say, like, totally didn't do it. But that's kind of a fucked like, up thing to do. It's like the O.J. Right? Simpson book. He's like, if I did it. <laughs> How wink, good wink. do you think O.J. felt, though? Like, he got this thing published. Penguin published just like, I bet you feel like a big weight's lifted off your shoulders. And he's like, you have no idea. <laughs> I, I finally slept after I put that final period in there. It was uh, kind of like right after I put that final stab in Nicole Brown's chest. <laughs> got that off my uh, hypothetical shoulders. Yeah, O.J. probably didn't do it, right? Uh, who knows? You're, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's true. That's true. Which is why, you know, it gets kind of tricky going back in time to kill people, because they haven't really done the thing yet. Minority Report. That is true, but that, oh, it's a little different, because Minority Report is future crime, where you right. know it's going to happen. Whereas, like, you have those weird people in the swimming pool telling the you- The precogs. Like, it shit's about to go down, and you have to believe them. Can right. you imagine if they were, like, lying? Like, if the main precog's like, nah, bitch, you stole my man. Also, you're going to do the murder in two days. Uh, right, Tom Cruise? Wink. One of the precogs is, is blocking my picks to people get got, so I'm going to say that this precog is going to kill a person. Maybe that's where Maury should go next. Instead of doing all this paternity bullshit, like lean into precognition. Yeah. 
crimes or precognition paternity. You if you really want to go wild with it. Will not be the father. <laughs> uh, this says in my 70-year-old voice that you're going to pull out and put it all over her back? <laughs> that is very specific precog. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> That's like the weirdest tab on you porn is precognition porn. <laughs> uh, future porn. I don't even know what that would look like. Someday our parents are going to get married and then it's on. It's totally uh, <laughs> Does that mean you have to watch it though? Step bro. Like, are you just watching wedding videos or something? Like, just imagine like they're totally going to do it in the eyes of the Lord. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows you could totally do it outside of the eyes of the lord too oh yeah in fact most of the time the lord's not watching as far as i'm concerned the lord doesn't want to watch that he's not into that ew they're doing the thing again and it's mostly because he allegedly knows what's gonna happen he's got exactly. a plan and he's not into the precog porn because he's the ultimate precog he might be bored with precognition. Maybe that's the problem with it. And that's why life that's is so is. fucking miserable now. Omnipotence is boring, so we gotta we gotta spice things up a little bit. Did I just become religious? Maybe. Wow. I hate it. Can't believe a movie about killing Hitler got there. <laughs> Feels gross. <laughs> it does feel gross. I need to go like watch The Passion of the Christ like tonight. <laughs> That'll turn you off again. Get a case of the giggles or something like that going on. <laughs> Oh, that's both terrible and hilarious. You've laughed that. at that movie. Come I've on. I've never watched that movie for good reason. You've seen clips of it and you're like, ha, got him. That's <laughs> this guy. You've totally done it. You can admit it. It's okay. We're I all feel friends like, here. I feel like that's too many things in one episode that you can hold against <laughs> me. I already apologized <laughs> earlier, so I don't feel like the need to do that again. Hi, all. My name's Brian. I know how to get your dick accessible. Totally wouldn't kill Hitler. Also, I laughed at Passion of Christ. <laughs> Three strikes, right? That's, uh, uh, I'm done. I'm out. Oh, gosh. You, 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 yeah, you. Just, just me. Yeah. All, all these situations. <laughs> me. Um, so Hacker Man is going to hack the bullet wounds off of Kung Fury, which is unfortunate that Wikipedia jumps right to that because... Kung Fury dies and goes to heaven, and heaven is animated. Yes, it is! And it is totally 80s G.I. Joe-style animated, and he meets his spirit animal, which is just a cobra on a jet ski. As it should be, yeah. And this whole scene is phenomenal, because Kung Fury tries to arrest his spirit animal for obstruction of justice. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I can't be dead, I have to kill Hitler. The only plot hole in this movie, because he turned in his badge, he's not technically a cop. I'm not sure. Citizens arrest, man. You can do whatever you want. That's fair. Especially to Cobras on jet skis. Exactly. No rules when it comes to Cobras and jet skis. It's like the Outback. <laughs> it's just right. And here your family. Bloomin' onions for all. Have it your way. Crikey. Have you had your break today? Eating good in the neighborhood. Wendy's. Whatever they say. Where's the beef, Dave? Where's the beef? Is that what they still say? No. Well, they brought it back for a little bit, and then it went away again. Eat fresh. That's Subway. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. That's probably racist. Mm, Two Australians? Four strikes? Airport. I'm not going to the airport. <laughs> Look, sometimes you just got to quote some Bluey to cover your tracks. 
Do you watch Bluey? Um, I have. Why? You don't have children. Oh, uh, is that another strike? <laughs> it might be. It's a good fucking show, <laughs> man. Where are you watching Bluey? You know, uh, here and there. We're learning a lot about you tonight. This is good. We are. This has been an interesting one so far. This has been. Usually I'm the one who divulges weird shit. And uh, well, I felt like it was my turn. Kung Fury's got me in the right mood. I feel like I'm like drinking you out of a fire hose right now. It's weird. That's super weird. And I would recommend not doing that. Should I balance it out somehow? I, I don't even know how to, but I could try. Go for it. You're a believer in retail stink, right? Retail stink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I do a thing with Brian whenever I'm in a store and someone asks me if I work there, I send a picture to Brian of whatever I'm wearing and where I am. It's always a Navy polo. It's always a Navy polo. It's my work <laughs> polo. It's always Navy polo. And like I'm in Target sometimes and people are like, do you work here? It's like, do I have that type of retail authority, which is no fucking authority at all? None whatsoever. But I don't know why people keep asking me. I can't figure it out. You just look like a dude who works here. What's that mean, though? I don't know. Do you work here? God damn it. <laughs> you have the, the helpful demeanor of a person who hates their job. That's got to be it, then. You just walk around and people are like, that guy hates being here right now. Let me ask him where stuff is. Well, that's because there's people around me, and that is literally the last place <laughs> I want to be at any time. That's the absolute worst. I get that. It's that plus the polo. So you're saying anyone who wears a polo has an above average chance of working wherever they are. Yeah, I mean, definitely a better chance than somebody not wearing a polo. I'll give you that. But like- so. Let's say I walk into a Hooters and I'm wearing my polo shirt. I've never seen a Hooters person wearing a polo. Yeah, sure, I have orange shorts on and <laughs> leggings, but it doesn't mean I work there. Well, you probably manage the place if you're wearing a polo. I always like thought of Hooters managers wearing polos in their like khakis as like pimps in a way. Yeah, for sure. Like really above the board pimps, though. Like not right, ones but... who are just like Gator's going to crack some skulls or something like that. But right. like, hey, excuse me, can you please uh, pay your bill and tip your waitresses? Thanks. I'm watching. <laughs> Keeping my eye on you. You think that's maybe enough refills on the on the diet Pepsi? Is Hooters good? The joke has always been I'm going for the wings, but I don't remember the wings being all that great. No, I don't either. That's kind of why I'm asking. I think people are going for, for the other chicken parts, the breasts and the thighs. And you're not suggesting that those are part of a chicken, right? Did you have something else in mind? I think this is a friendly part to remind everybody that <laughs> Brian wouldn't kill Hitler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put Brian it back on me again. knows how to get dicks out, apparently. You're ready Make to set up the accessible. joke, but you're not ready to complete it. I see. This is a yes and in a callback form, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> I like it. Let me just put my parachute right back in that bag there for you when go. I need it again. Don't forget, Brian wouldn't kill Hitler. <laughs> it's important to remember that. Only because I already got outranked. And also, we finally got merch on the site. Our new t-shirt of Brian totally wouldn't kill Hitler. I don't think that's going to be a thing that I put on the site. Are you sure? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if people are going to buy it, maybe I will. That'd be so weird for people to buy. <laughs> uh, do I still have to put the logo on it? Like, Is that going to make people want to listen to the show? I'm not sure. At this, I mean, for what it's worth, there's like... 
a good chunk of America that totally be like, fuck yeah! Yeah. Fucking, that's a problem. We that's don't not want the kind those of people, people we want listening. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, if you want to like keep it so we keep your name off, we could put like keep calm and don't kill Hitler or something like that. That feels worse. Doesn't it? Feels off like, it, though. it feels like we're selling that ideology instead of just it being like a ha, this one guy wouldn't do it. Now it's like, don't do it. Don't you dare, if you get access to time travel, go back and kill Hitler. How dare you? Please don't clip out just me saying that and reusing <laughs> that. would be That would There's be a bad look. So many little sound clips that you are providing everybody right <sighs> now. This is why I don't usually turn on the fire hose. That's fair. <laughs> Keep being an enigma. You've opened up too much. You've made yourself just like a dick. Way too accessible. Way too accessible. And I know exactly how to get it out. Um, so Hacker Man hacks the bullet wounds off of Kung Fury, so he comes back to life. And Kung Fury gives Hitler an uppercut to the groin. I don't know why Wikipedia says groin, because Kung Fury himself says, balls. Yeah. We finish each other's balls. Love it. Love it so much. Uppercut to the groin, and then Thor drops his hammer on the Nazi leader and his robotic eagle. Smushes them both. Boom, no sign of them. And that's when the, the, the T-Rex says, teamwork is important, or something along those lines. <laughs> Seeing his mission as accomplished, Kung Fury returns to his own timeline. Back in 1985, Miami, Kung Fury once again battles and defeats the arcade machine robot, but this time notices a swastika on the robot's body, which is fun because he's like, that symbol, I've seen it somewhere before. I love that. Weird so version good. of revisionist history so right there. Um, so Hitler and, and his robot eagle enter the timeline, vowing revenge on Kung Fury. Beautiful. Uh, perfect film. Really. So good. Uh, story motivation, perfect 10. 10. Easily. No doubt about it. Casting. Again, a perfect 10. This movie did not have a lot to work with, and it nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Uh, we didn't even mention that they actually got David Hasselhoff to voice the, the Lambo. Amazing. The the Hoff 9000. That's a 10. Protagonist. It's Kung fucking Fury. It's Kung fucking Fury. He's the chosen one. And he goes back in time and kills Hitler. It is so tricky to play this type of role as straight as he does while still coming off as that badass. Absolutely. And it works. He crushes it. Perfect 10. If you don't see where this is going at this point, we told you literally a half hour ago. (laughs) Antagonist. It's Hitler. I mean, it's got to be like an 11, right? If you don't give Hitler at least a 10, what are you doing? And that's coming from a guy who wouldn't kill him. He's the worst criminal of all time. Oh, you've heard of this guy? (laughs) You know him? You could say that. Yeah, 11. 11 for Hitler. Screenplay. Airtight. It ha- I mean, airtight. It is completely airtight. I would take this thing to space. I would go look at the remains of the Titanic with it. Deep, so deep many leagues. So many leagues under the sea. I'd take all this the thing. leagues. Twenty thousand plus. And to do it all in half an hour is just fucking impressive. They only could do this in a half hour because you it is so overwhelming. This out, yeah, there's so much packed into this half hour that if you spread it out, it's too much. It's it's overwhelming. Yeah, ten, ten. again. Style and tone. 11. I've never been more ready to give an 11. It has to be an 11. This thing is just so well done with the, the degraded film quality and the VHS effects on transitions and all of that. It's just, 
and it leans into what it is so well. It does, and the special effects are pretty good. Pretty they excellent. They fit the style and tone really, really, really well. Yeah, absolutely crushing it. And it's only like, what, 18 years after Jurassic Park? That's right, it's a miracle. <laughs> Jurassic Park never put any dinosaurs in clothing, though. So That's this true. movie might actually have a leg up. Director. David fucking Sand fucking Berg. David fucking Sand fucking Berg. Nailed it. Absolutely crushed it. Just to have this type of vision and then execute this type of vision is special. And he hasn't done really anything else besides this. He did Kung Fury 2. Which I'm, I'm waiting for with bated breath. Uh, 10, again. 10. I, I cannot say anything wrong with the way this is directed. Absolutely not. Music. Music's so fucking good. It's incredible. The music's good. so fucking... Mitch Murder absolutely murders it. It's this 80s synth that's so good, and then it has these sprinkles of 80s metal, and then, just to icing on the cake, the end credits, you have a song about the movie sung by David Hasselhoff. What more do you want? That's an 11, if that's I've ever heard 11. of one. If you can get Hasselhoff to do that, it's an 11. Did you watch the music video? I did not. Because they did a music video with the Hoff, and they My God. insert him into scenes of the movie, and it's just so fucking good. Yeah, that's perfection. Yeah. Box office. Uh, this movie only cost $630,000 to make. Somehow. Funded via Kickstarter. Uh, the original trailer for the movie, I think, cost like 20000 and then they raised... The, the initial goal on Kickstarter was for... 200,000. They hit that goal, and then he said, if we can hit a million, I will make this into a feature-length film and, and get international distribution and all of that. They didn't hit the million-dollar goal, but they did make $630,019. It's all on screen, too. And Every it, bit of it. He uses every penny, and he said that in an interview, um, that he used every single penny toward the movie. Box office, it's impossible to say. This thing went to a few of the, uh, the film festivals, but it's mostly been streamed on YouTube. Let's go right down the middle, five. Right down the middle with a five. That's all we can do. If we don't know, we have to give it something. We might as well just, fuck you, I like this movie. Maybe like a six or a seven. Well, yeah, because we like this movie, damn it. <laughs> so six? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and the final category is impact on the industry. Enormous. It's huge. There's, there's a Kung Fury 2 movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the president of the United States and Michael Fassbender as Colt Magnum, his new partner. And, and it's got Alexandra Ship in it, who's amazing. Her name's Ray Porter, and I bet you she's playing a reporter. It's enormous. It's enormous. And the filming wrapped in, in 2019, but they're, uh, they're currently in a legal battle with one of their financiers in um, China who has neglected to pay them $10 million that they, they owe them. Oh, my God. Um, but there's also a video game that came out, the Kung Fury Street Rage. Right, right. It's all sorts of stuff. And, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger saw this movie and said, if you ever do a full version, I'm in. It doesn't take much right now, though. If that's not to get, impact. To get Arnold Schwarzenegger to do something. <laughs> like the guy is literally filling in potholes on a street that are not potholes. That's true. But this was like four years ago. That's true. This was pre-pothole. This is when, when he was in uh, Demand? <laughs> yeah, the uh, 1980s, 1990s. Yeah, okay. Um, how about we go with an eight? An eight? I like an eight. Feels a little low. Feels a lot low, but I'm trying to be realistic <laughs> to a point. Why are you trying to be realistic now? We gave three 11s. Oh, that's true. Ten. <laughs> a ten? Let me ask you this about the impact industry. Uh, what would it take to get 100? 
Uh, 11? Y'all nailed it. Oh, yeah, it's an 11. There we go. This movie has 100. Of course it did. We told you it would. Perfect score. This is the least arbitrary thing we've ever done. If it wasn't for that six for the box office, uh, this would have been a huge one. Oh, without a doubt it would have been. This movie fucks and it fucks ridiculously hard. Brian, fantastic choice. You've won the Dinosaur Wars. But now we arrive to that special time of the month. That's right. Where the audience gets to beer us a movie for next week. Oh, I hope there's a dinosaur in it. That would be pretty amazing if there was. How many movies are on that list right now? There are 48 movies Jeez, on the list. this thing just keeps growing. Just keeps on keeping on. All right, we're going to pick a random one here, and it looks like next week we are going to be talking about a movie that has been on our list for a while because one of our friends has wanted us to talk about this movie for a very long time. Benny Boy, you finally get your pick. We're going to be talking about Point Break next week. <laughs> it had to happen eventually because multiple people put Point Break on that list. Yeah, the odds of us doing Point Break were higher than any other movie by far. It's about time. Johnny Utah, he's going to be here with us in studio if we had a studio. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm very excited. Next week, Point Break. Until then, thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Send us your movie suggestions for next month uh, at beermemoviepod at gmail.com or on our social media. You can get the links to that on our website, beermemovie.com. Join us for Patreon this month. We are doing Beer Me a Record, Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell, music and lyrics by Jim Steinman. It's a good album. It's if you haven't heard that one, fantastic. go album. away. Go away. You're not friends of ours anymore. If you've been with us this long and you've never listened to Bad Out of Hell in its entirety, I, I don't know. We're breaking know. up. Yeah. It's over for us. There's no it chance. has to be. If you have never listened to Bad Out of Hell in its entirety, I'm going back in time to kill you. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, or I'm going back in time to play you the, the, the album. As you kill them? As, yeah. Yeah. He like you're going to the start by killing them and like slowly get them back to health as it keeps going on? <laughs> Nurse them back to the subtle singing sounds of meatloaf? Brian, I have a confession to make. Oh? I, I Hitler wouldn't be my first on the list. Who would be your first? Rasputin. That would be that a seems much like a better challenge. Story. Like that legitimately would be like most dangerous game. Absolutely. I actually really like that answer. In my head, I'm like, oh, that would definitely kill Hitler, but would it kill Rasputin? Mm. I don't know. It'd be tricky. See, yeah, there's no sport in killing Eli Manning. It'd be very easy. It would be really easy. And he gets up, well, I don't know. The guy never really got hurt. <laughs> kept getting up. I don't think it's going to be a physical combat kind of situation. I've not really <laughs> no. thought about how I would do it, but. He's just going to like Manning forehead headbutt you and you're going to be like, what the fuck? That hurt. First, he'd have to see me coming. And there's probably hopefully your final uh, sound clip from this episode. <laughs> yep, that one. That was a good one, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. On that note, Brian, do you have anything else? No, I better not because. No more sound clips. You're good. <laughs> That's it for me. Fantastic. Next week. I can't wait. We're talking point break. We'll see you then. Bye.